Yo, this is Zero from El Vu and LA Natives Podcast. And I'm happy to announce that Malinali Superfoods now has a storefront location. And we invite all our community to come and partake in our family recipes, in our ancient foods, and in our intention. Our intention is to gather our community, to share the wisdom of our ancestors, but most of all, have a place to be ourselves. So we invite you to come to 4528 Whittier Boulevard in the heart of East Los Angeles. So come, stop by, enjoy our awas, our superfood smoothies, our nutrient powders, and understand that food is our medicine. Our ancestors were brilliant engineers, and they created strong, powerful foods that we share with the community. Aho, omateo, tonansi, tonato. We start out on this new road. No turning back. But we have our ancestors with us. We're going to continue to dance with them. Dreaming them. Calling them. We are becoming what we were. It is borrowed that Maya prophecies. Seven triangles of light. Keep walking. You are the spirit of Unaku. Keep walking. We the human, we are doing the spirit of Unaku. People say that the gods made them from corn. They planned their lives according to the heavens. Well-versed in astronomy, using a sophisticated mathematics, they calculated the movements of the night sky thousands of years into the past and thousands of years into the future. They knew that the universe moved in cycles. Their lives were moved by the rhythms of the natural world, planting and harvesting, birth and death, just as the great tree of life emerges from the earth. Always, they're connected. Science and religion. In dreams, we learn from the Maya gods when to plant and when to harvest, when to set a fire, and when to do the corn ceremony. But what we're digging up, what we're coming up with, is part of our history. And the men that lived here are some of the greatest men we've ever had. And it's a fact that we're getting to know more and more and more about the life of these people. They still maintain their customs, they still maintain their ways of organizing their societies. And it's very exciting to see how much of the ancient Maya way of life is still alive. Because American history does not begin in 1492 with Columbus. It begins in 200 BC with the first Maya king who wrote his name on a stone. What is happening now is the people who made these places, people like Yashpak or Bird Jaguar or Fakal, are getting back their voices. They are becoming real to us and speaking 
people of the 20th century about who built this place and why and what they felt and what they thought about the world. These are not anonymous people anymore. You are the spirit of Unaku. Keep walking. We the human, we are doing the spirit of Unaku. Oh, yo, yo. Hey, community. LA Natives, once again. Sunday. LA Natives. And today, we are again missing my partner, Jennifer. We miss you. We know you're busy, and we know you have a lot of things to take care of, because you're not only a mother, but you are a birth worker. And I just wanted to acknowledge that she's not here today, but we got Armando. What's up, bro? How you been? Man, it's been a very productive week, a very exciting week, um, especially for LA natives. Um, we just joined forces um, and became media outlets for the International Indigenous Hip Hop Awards. That's dope. The one we announced last week, right? Yes. Absolutely. So I love I love how other natives from other regions and other countries and other um fake borders made up borders um are reaching out to our community here at the la natives um headquarters here in downtown los angeles and um you know we appreciate anybody who includes our humble little podcast here um and yeah thanks a lot it just it just goes to show how the indigenous hip-hop community definitely sticks together um it's such an important event, in my opinion, because it's the first annual, mm-hmm. right, Zero? And the first thing that came across my head was like, yo, how, how come this hasn't existed before? Right, Zero? Well, I mean, I think people get into pop culture and they start seeing the same faces over and over again in terms of race, you know? And so the indigenous person comes with the story of like, you know, we took your land, we took everything from you. So they don't want to be seen on popular you know things like movies music and all that stuff so everyone's been neglected in that area and here comes this humble podcast and this humble festival indigenous hip-hop awards and uh here you go now we're going to try to mimic what big award shows do right and what's special about this episode today that we actually have an artist that's been nominated three in three categories wow um and at this festival and that means so much his name is david strickland out of out of canada absolutely david yeah i heard some of his tracks they're pretty impressive um uh, professionally the way they sound you could tell somebody you know took some time to um really master the 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 frequencies and songs and the, the more professional you make a song sound the better chance you have for people to like it and be used in in uh, movies and shit yeah and like i was talking to you uh before the segment started i was like yo like for me i'm a big hip-hop fan right Mm -hmm. he's a true og in the game nice yeah i like i like talking to individuals that have been in the in the music industry for more than you know 10 years because then after 10 years then you really know you're you're gonna do this forever because by then you would have spent thousands of dollars well, like promoting for, yourself like for yourself I, I consider you a true og like how do you like that 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 label i like it in the sense that you know i i was productive in my youth and i made an impact that still lasts today so maybe not like you know the pop culture 
people they get five million dollars to promote their record but i know that i knew that when we did jaguar prophecies evolution black and red that that we were going to be remembered for that because it was really humble uh, there was a humble message behind that and and it wasn't to throw bad vibes at anybody it was more to recognize the wisdom and the guidance that our elders put together thousands and thousands of years ago so take it as you want the archives are there the music is there it'll forever be there so you know if you haven't heard it la natives if you haven't heard all of my catalog you should go look it up because it's a very impressive um art piece dedicated to the awakening of indigenous consciousness now i just want to you know humbly remind everyone that's tuning in live and that's gonna watch this in the archives to subscribe to our youtube channel hit that notification bell and hit that like button that's gonna help us get a you know kicked up in the algorithm um we're almost at 100 subscribers thank you for the 80 that we have so far on youtube and thank you for the for the uh, plus 100 now on 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 twitch right zero yeah i mean faster than i thought you know and that just goes to show you that there's a an amazing community out there that deserves this type of uh, respect, this type of, uh, I guess, press. And um, and just let's just keep doing it. Keep subscribing. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. We're friendly in, in, in every single show that we try to do. We try to be family friendly. But, you know, when you've suffered the recovery of genocide, there's going to be a lot of emotion in that. There's going to be some anger. There's going to be some hypocrisy in that. Because we're all trying to find our way out of this colonial mess. Because obviously you cannot perpetuate lies forever and ever. I mean, Bob Mar- I mean, Peter Tosh said it the best. You can fool some people sometime, but you can't fool people all the time. It's just like you're arrogant at that point. <laughs> so... Putting out conscious music with indigenous messages, having LA natives straight out of downtown Los Angeles, being able to promote people from Quebec, like Mr. David Strickland. It's an honor to have him and to be able to hear his voice. Yo, 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 my brother David. How you doing? Peace. Peace. How y'all doing? Pretty good. Pretty good, family. Yo, yo, can you hear us? I can hear you loud and direct. All right, cool, man. Perfect. Hey, yo, it's a super honor and pleasure to have you on LA Natives, man. Um, as soon as we reached out and you replied back, I was shocked, bro, because you're you're, you're definitely a true OG, and and not just the indigenous hip hop uh, side, but just in hip hop period, especially out there in Canada, man. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, um, you know, business as usual. Hip hop is hip hop. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know me? So, um, you know, um, I've been doing it most of my life. So, um, you know, I'm pretty open to spreading the message anytime. So it's a pleasure. Absolutely. So t- talk about like your road. Like, where did you start off? And, and was the message always, you know, about indigenous consciousness or? Um... No, um, I started off um, actually breaking. I grew up in the city oh, okay. um, in Toronto. In, in New York, back and forth, back and forth. And um, for the most part, I, I started out b-boying first. I discovered hip hop probably in the late 70s, early 80s, you know, um, and uh, 
I really took to the dancing, but I didn't really grow up with the culture, so I didn't realize at the time that that the, the dancing was in my DNA. Because mm. um, my discover discovery of, of who I was and being an indigenous person didn't come later till later in life. Um, growing up in the city, um, not really knowing, both my parents are mixed, mixed with like, you know, uh, European descent and indigenous descent, you know, from Turtle Island. So, mm. you know, not 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 knowing that till later in life, really. Um, if you if you look to uh, the guest editorial I did on DJ Booth um, back in, almost a year ago, I talked about being assimilation and being assimilated. Mm -hmm. How like my father was assimilated and how kind of hip hop freed me from that assimilation because that 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 the, the like Ernie and our brother Ernie um, shows us how the they're kind of the same thing, our culture and hip hop being the same, right? And mm -hmm. and it kind of like explained a lot to me how how I took to the culture. So I kind of like came up as a b-boy. Then I started DJing. And then what, around the time when I, my voice changed, I was DJing for a rapper. One of my friends was the MC. And then I, I knew all his rhymes, so I started rhyming. Mm. And then from the rhyming, I got more into production. One of my friends had a record deal. He was one of the first MCs in the city. And he uh, was taught by Scott LaRock how to use the SP-1200. And he would lend wow. me that. And that's how I got into, like, learning how to use the SP. And I really took to, like, the production. And the, I didn't even know what a studio was yet. So I started going to studios. And then that's when I figured out what an engineer was. And then it was like a snowball effect. Next thing you know, I was trying to learn how to engineer and produce. And I kind of put the MC in on the side for a while, right? And um, started doing records in the city going to New York, meeting people back and forth and, you know, really coming up on the engineering side. And it wasn't until like the last 10, 15 years, I started more concentrating more on producing mm -hmm. because I was around it and around such, you know, legendary producers, mm -hmm. you know, like, like the Death Squad and, you know, I could the list of people I got to be. As an engineer, it gave me the opportunity to be around a lot of professionals in hip hop. Mm. right which was really inspiring you know mm. and kept me you know honing my craft because i used to keep that kind of tight i didn't show my beats off too much mm. i knew my place as an engineer mm. um but now i'm on a different flex you know what i'm mm. saying yeah i i remember at that during that time where you know you're you're young artist and and uh i know what it's like to be a producer and have a certain sound and uh and to be like oh wow i want to hoard this sound because Or, well, and or, also sometimes you're just developing. For me, exactly, I was developing. Exactly. Like exactly. I wasn't as good back then. Now I'm like, I you made a beat last night in 10 minutes. That blew my mind. Nice. I was like, did it, did it just happen? You know, <laughs> like, am I getting that good? You know, but it's a vibe thing, really. You know, and I and, see you got the, what do you got there? Is that a, I pulled this up because what do you got there? Is that an owl? Uh, owl? The feathers? I pulled this owl because this hawk came the other day. No, we have a hawk wing. Yeah, this is a hawk wing that yeah. came to me the other day. So when I seen that, now this hawk, it's not the full wing like you got, but uh -huh. he was he was hurt. Nice. He was killed. Wow. So um, you know, I rescued parts of him. But so when I seen that, I was wondering if that was a hawk or an owl. So no, no, I was just sitting over there. Usually the owl medicine, at least were from where we were taught, was like woman medicine. So my wife or my partner yeah. sometimes does the podcast with me. Um, she carries that medicine, and I, I found this adult. A hawk it was gifted to me i guess i just you know was driving down the road and i saw it and i was like that has to be a predator bird so i got off and it was an adult hawk and i kept it and prayed with it for 10 years and then i finally wow. 
then I finally, you know, f- then it, then I felt like it was like communicating, saying, you know, this medicine was to be shared. And well, that's kind of what happened to me. I was driving and I seen this, he got hurt, he got killed and right. this wing just came up and I seen it and it was telling me to come kind of like what you were just saying. Yeah. That's and, wild. That's and, why I had to ask you. Yeah. Thank you for, sh- for sharing your medicine with us yeah. because that's what, that's what we're d- trying to do here in LA natives, you know? When you survive genocide and and you don't have those elders to pass it down generation after generation or explain it, I mean, I truly believe the people that are awake right now are those warriors that remember innately. And so these gifts come from the unknown, from the world, the random world of right. life. Right. Some of us have already been here before. Absolutely. And I feel like when I hear your lyrics and I hear your presence and I hear your intention to... You know, when when one wants to share vibrations with the community, the outside community, you really want to heal it in whatever way you can. And uh, I hear that in your music, brother, and it's it's so powerful. And and to to be so dedicated for such a long time, and and to see the success because you work with Jesus, um, Artsin. I mean, I'm sure you could name off. I mean, I mean, when you mentioned DJ Scott Rock, I mean, come on, dude, that's like well, one of my the most. Li- you know, my list is long. Sometimes I forget, but you know, the, at the end of the day, hip hop really saved my life for nice. real. Nice. You know, a lot of my, a lot of, my, a lot of friends have uh, passed in my life since I was a teenager, and it kind of kept me grounded to a sense. You know, I, I went to school, I learned engineering, I studied radio broadcasting, and a lot of that has to do with hip hop keeping me grounded. I had a lot of things going on. I had kids at a young age, you know, it was very easy in my environment to fall off the rail or fall off the stem of the feather, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I wish I had the traditions in my life earlier yeah. see, because that would have been another anchor, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I promote that, um, the, the showing the, the, the parallels between the two, the, you know, because that can do a lot for you and it's done a lot for me and changed a lot for my life and as far as, you know, being... Um, more open to my spirituality and, and you know really finding out who i am because growing up and not knowing your history you know a lot of people go through that not everybody but some people do well i mean there's there's historical facts that lead us to a point on why you know and, yeah. and and it's not to harp on it it's to understand it so that when you know people start discussing a lineage of individuals that they've conquered they're pretty much making up everything they're saying because they never right. go to the source right, right. the source is us the source exactly. is the people that got left over and that still remember the tiny fragments of love that this amazing culture brought to this planet you know exactly. this this love exactly. is is immense and and we knew that it was rooted in death one day that that me and you would come back to this earth and remember so clearly and say mm-hmm. and share that message and share our medicine and and walk that road with our head up and into the future that's unknown prepared for real and this is why me as a major influencer and hip-hop blogger nationwide worldwide you know i run underground hip-hop blog a really well-known independent hip-hop website and and i always tell zero like when it comes to not just influential hip-hop artists right but then if you just take it to the next level and incorporate the indigenous hip-hop and the teachings and the history behind it it just like i tell zero like you guys are on a whole different pedestal if you know what i mean david right because me i'm like as a fan i was into hardcore hip-hop 
dope hip hop. And then I stumble upon music like Zero of El Vuz, and then I stumble upon music like yours. I'm just like, wow. Like, I'm sure you get it all the time where kids hit you up. You're like, yo, like, you're not only dope, but you're actually teaching me about my history, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. There's, and you know, it's not like this is the only thing I'm doing. I, I do other, you know, I do other projects as well. So it's like, I wasn't really doing anything for myself. Like, you know, I was always doing other people's records. Mm. So the question became, okay, what, what do I want to say? What am I going to say? What do I want to do? That's and, cool that you did. You, know, you, you turned the, you turned your talent on your own self. I, I know what that feels yeah. like, you know, when, when you, um, are putting a lot of effort into making a group kind of sound good and and putting well, all for, yeah for a lot of times i was in the background so a lot of people around me would you know you, the records would come out but you, nobody really would talk about me because you know i'm just in the studio i'm the engineer and that's mm-hmm. not really what the focus is and i was i'm okay with that that's my job right mm-hmm. um but you know some people need that hype to be recognized so um, when I started um, adding up everything I've done, I started realizing there was a story here. Mm. And then when you take into fact of culture, you start thinking, okay, well, um, how do we put these two together and tell my story? And that's what this was about. Like, you know what? Maybe it's time for me to tell my story. I never thought about telling it before. I never thought anybody would want to hear it. I never thought it would be an impact. Or, it, you know, but I've had those experiences before this where, you know, people have watched me and they've been inspired. So, you know, I thought, you know, what the hell? Let me put myself out there. And, you know, like I always say, even if it changed one person's life or inspired one person, then it's all worth it. You feel me? Absolutely. That that intention is is powerful and it takes a lot of bravery to do, to continue to go on. Like, I, I remember hearing stories about, like, musicians that they thought like oh yeah you're too old you shouldn't be doing this anymore it's like you get better when you do it over and over again when when you've done a hip-hop project and you just engineered it you kind of know the structure of the song the way things should be you know when things are off and 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 i learned so much as a producer as an engineer like for being a producer from engineering you know what i mean like i have you have so much more whereas producers who don't know how to engineer it's like it's such a great advantage, you know. It's like things just become natural. Exactly what you're saying. Well, you'll have the language that you need because you know engineers have a, a different language than you, and yeah. you can't really like you know fake That's it. True. You got to know it, yeah. and and you got to read the book. You know, you got to read these books or or get sources where where you can understand their language. You know, it's like going into calculus and then going, oh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to understand this conversation of math with this guy when you're just like a barely, a, you know, algebra right. guy. You know. So it's it's amazing that that now you're focusing on this message of David and and his hip hop career. What is that message, brother? Break it down. What 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 is it that that, that David wants to say? You know. Well, you know, I'm just trying to like um, make good music and showcase that you know, like um, hip hop, whether it's indigenous or not indigenous, it's all hip hop, right? Right, and. And we have something to contribute and maybe people outside of our community didn't know that because i was finding people didn't know that so i was like you know what i've been in situations in the past where um i was believing in something that other people didn't believe mm-hmm. right and we would just work hard and eventually you know break through and that was kind of how i looked at it that you know we got some dope music and people need to hear this and that was really the fuel so i was just trying to 
go in and say, you know what? I've been doing this most of my life. Let me take the skills I got. Let me bring what I got to the table and see who wants to make good music with me in the community. And then from there, we could take it to the, you know, outside the community. And that's what this is about. And keep doing what I'm doing because I'm still doing other records outside the community. You feel me? Right. And, right. and it's not, it's not that, dedicated to indigenous. Um, yeah, I'm not like, I'm not, not doing like, you know, all the records I was doing and just doing this. I'm doing this on top of that. Right. You feel me? Right. So I could have just not been doing that, but I thought, you know what? Like, why not? Why not? I'm dope at what I do. I'm, I'm, I have a track record. Um, I can bring something to the table. And, you know, I'm just trying to uplift artists and, you know, work with good artists and make good music at the end of the day. What people don't understand with art or, or musicians or people who take, well, I guess, recording artists is really the way it, it should be worded. Recording artists is that right. there's a love of the studio that you get that you just almost miss. When you, you, There's also a time where you get you, you don't even want to go into it. You're like, oh, I don't want to go into there. It's it's because you're trying to create this invisible picture for people. Right. You want them to like it. And so I think you only get burnt out when you've been there too long. But, you know, most artists love being in the studio. Right. I've, I've been in the studio since I was 16. I had to take a break, but I still like I love it. Yeah. I don't, that, that break you know? that you're talking about. That's what I'm talking yeah. about, where it's yeah. like almost where you're like you're kind of in a loop and you just need to. I remember going in the studio for the first couple of records and going in in the day and coming out in the night. And that used to trip me out. Like I didn't see right, the sun right. at all. It was just right. focus, focus, focus. And so now that you turn this spotlight of talent and, and, and comprehension and focus it on a song, like what, what, is it a project or is it a single? What, what are you putting out? Right or what, now, what, yeah, or what are you now? promoting? Yeah, the the the. Well, right now I got the remixes album came out. Absolutely. In, uh, I think that was November, right? So the remixes album dropped. Now I started a new album. Cool. Um, also working, um, just wrapping up Keith Murray's album. Nice. Um, working, I'm about to head back to New York to uh, work on this project with uh, Eric Sermon that he's doing. Um, All the legends. I've also been producing this. I don't know if y'all been checking out. Church keeps posting the Outlaw by Nature project that I'm producing, um, and that's becoming a monster. Um, and then there's all sorts of um, other projects that I've been working on, a few singles for different artists. So I've been kind of like keeping myself busy, um, starting my new project, and you know working on uh, you know projects with people I always been working with mm -hmm. and new people because I'm trying to like get familiar with new artists and you know i'm all about collaborating with, and especially since i'm not you know i'm not an mc per se i'm not singing i'm not a singer per se mm -hmm. um but as a producer um i feel i'm able to work on more music that way mm -hmm. because i don't have to concentrate on just being on the mic mm -hmm. um so i'm you know I'm, I'm trying to work on you know as many collaborations as i can and just put as much good music as i can right now and that's what i noticed about your body of work on on youtube is that some of them was just your production you know and then right. other people rapping on it and, and yeah. that's good that's a cool thing i love that i love i love the multiple facets of art that you bring and, and a and, lot of their sorry to cut you off a no, lot of cool. their, you know i don't put on my engineering i just put production but if you start adding up the engineering to the production you're like holy cow well i mean when you can mention keith murray and and uh uh 
uh, Eric Sherman. I mean, come on, these these guys are legends in the game, um, and and that's cool that we have actually a person that seems like he was there from the beginning of of hip hop to now, you know, and now he has a voice and he has indigenous descent and and uh, he wants to share a piece of that indigenous descent um, with the community. For me, it was always it was always about. It's weird because like I hear other artists and they're like, you know, I start off in hip hop and you know. I, I'm a right. hip hop artist, but and but I happen to be indigenous. And for me, it was like, no, I'm an indigenous hip hop artist, and it starts off with indigenous, you know. And and then hip hop is on. It's like flipped for me. I remember one time. Right. I remember one time somebody asked me, "Who are your influences?" Right, and we were about to play a show, and he wanted to announce us on the stage, and he he wanted me to say like Wu Tang, or he wanted me to say somebody in the hip hop genre, and I kept saying my ancestors, and he kept laughing. He's like, "No, no, no, no." Who are your influences? And I went, my ancestors. And he's all, nah, you're talking. They didn't get the connection. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. The connection, right? Like, yeah. That's why I have the, the, the you know, this. Yeah. Brother Ernie, right? Where it's like that kind of put it together to me that I'm like, oh, because I felt like I was missing out. Yeah. Because my father, where my father was from, where my father's from. Right, my father's a pre-Confederate Mi'kmaq person. So my my oh. dad, our oh. family was, they were born in Newfoundland, and Newfoundland wasn't part of Canada yet when he was born. Mm. Okay, so he was born in British North America as an Indigenous person. Mm. Okay, so I don't really grow up knowing like much about the history of where he's from. But when he was born, you kind of like had to hide that and and for survival okay yeah if you know the history of where they're from you're like oh god they're they're outnumbered a lot there wasn't Mm -hmm. many of us okay Mm -hmm. so i don't understand this so they're not really taught much let's say Mm -hmm. so you're not getting the full effect of you know your culture like some people are getting Mm -hmm. but for me hip-hop i didn't realize was the same but different you feel Mm -hmm. me right and it kind of like I just took to it so easily that I couldn't, I couldn't explain till later when I met Brother Ernie that I was like, oh my God, this makes sense. He made it all make sense. Mm. You feel me? Mm. So when you say your ancestors, that doesn't sound like your friend was laughing, but that makes sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it and just, I, like, it's really dope to hear you say that. It, it's just because at, during the time, and you know how hip hop artists are, like you don't want to be like, like I admire everybody in the hip hop genre. But I'm one of those guys, even though I don't have five million dollar budget and, you know, P. Diddy isn't putting my record out or producing it. I feel like that. That's what I I don't sometimes get confused about about today's artists is like. You have to put so much effort into sounding just if not like in your mind, you got to go. I sound just like most deaf. Right. And and you do your best shot at it. And sometimes it resonates with people. And sometimes people going, oh, you kind of sound like a oft like an off most deaf, right? And right. I didn't try to sound like anybody. I was just like... Try to sound like you. Yeah, my ancestors. Exactly. This is what I'm going to do, right. and I'm going to use this hip-hop medium to do it. I'm going to try right. to pull samples. Like, people used to hit me up for production, and they go, how do you make these indigenous-sounding beats? And I'm like, I, I just try to manipulate the sound so it sounds close enough to what I want it to sound like, and I feel those are ancestors that are working inside me, so... Right. Uh, although pop totally. culture does, does affect and influence me, 
it's not right. something that I go, okay, I want to be like. But that's a hip hop thing, right? You don't want to be like anybody in the hip hop world. You don't want to be biter. Well, and then and then pop usually comes from other things anyway. Things become pop because right. they become because they're really well and they, you know, just become popular, right? That's what yeah. it stands for. Yeah. Right? So anything could be pop at the end of the day. As yeah, as long as it has an audience that that continues to keep it alive, and so exactly. I just felt like you know when when I took my road and 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 making those records that that made impacts on on people over here in Los Angeles, and you know they still follow follow my page, and I just felt really honored to be a part of hip hop's legacy, whether I'm I'm in written in a book or not or, or anything. I knew that I know exactly what you're talking about, David. I know how hip hop spirits, I think globally, just got together and said, "Kids, you don't have to suffer because there's this, right?" right? And right. and you found that, and that's an amazing story, brother. And, and that's why the album is called Spirit of Hip Hop because of that spirit, you know. Yeah, it makes sense yeah. now. I love to be able to be to 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 go further onto the concept because you know when we were kids, David, th- there wasn't that. You know, you had to make an illusion of what that album was about. Like there was right. no real breakdown or, or anything. Right. And now we get that opportunity where you go, oh, that's why I called that album this. And, and exactly. now people have a clear vision of or a clear picture of your intention mm-hmm. and your and, and a piece of your heart. You made it visual for them, at least sonically through their eyes, through their heart. You know? Big ups for that. And like for me, it's 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 a therapeutic genre. It's a weird genre, you know, like, you know, I'm a hip hop well, yeah, blogger. Yeah, you could go anywhere. You could tell any story about anybody. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, know? I, was in this, I was in the somewhere the other day and I heard some like Punjabi hip hop and I was asking my friend about it. He was like, yo. And I was like, yeah, man, hip hop's universal. That's the whole point. Like that medicine wheel. It promotes, you know, unity of all races, all people, all, you know what I'm saying? All indigenous people, non indigenous. Like we're all indigenous to somewhere. Right? Like, isn't it so, interesting, like, David, that it was born on our on this land right here? On, on well, that's 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 exactly the idea, right? And I mean, um, for all we know, they've been doing this from time. We don't know. We weren't there. Exactly, and 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 we're right. just continuing on a legacy because when you start referencing the people that you're referencing in terms of working with them and all that stuff, that was during the time was like. Um, um, what was that popular? Oh my God, I can't believe I'm going blank on it. But broken glass everywhere, you know. Um, it's getting gunk. Uh, God, what's the name of that song? Come on, someone help me out. <laughs> oh, you're talking about uh, uh, um, the message? Yeah, the message, right? Yeah, the message, yeah. That and I mean, when and I you, heard that um, song, that that flip, and I was a kid. I was a kid. But you got to remember, Melly Mellas was is Cherokee and black. There you go. He's an indigenous person. Like wow. people, like for me, this kind of got the conversation going. Like, like PMD of EPMD, him and I would talk about. It. He's indigenous as well, right? That's... You know, so like, there's a lot more black indigenous people in Turtle Island than you would think, and because you know, from the past and the, the different, um, you know, there's a lot of history in America and Canada that doesn't get talked about. So oh. there's a lot of mixing, just like where I'm from. There was a lot of mixing, and. Um, people get you know forgotten about right um and this brings the conversation up that's what i found where people want to talk about it well especially with me we're like oh wait oh i didn't know that about you and then they start telling me about them you feel me 
Yeah, yeah. I, I understand exactly what you're talking about. And that's, that's in, it's interesting that you bring up the indigenous black descent. You know, a lot of uh, Native American, half African, half Native, Native um, people. I, I had a thought of that today coming to the show. And that's interesting that, that you brought that up because there are a lot of um, African and indigenous blood but they don't talk about it or that's not something that and not just here like even south america and you know this has been going on for hundreds of years and mm-hmm. i mean you know african people are still indigenous to africa so they're still indigenous right, right and right. even for me my my children are all with black women wow and so like so all my kids are mixed mm-hmm. indigenous european and african descent you know? wow. so like you know i need to be conscious of these things and aware of of what i'm teaching them and you know mm-hmm. it's you know it's important I think we've gotten to that place because, you know, everybody wants to be of, of pure blood or have this utopic understanding that no one got touched. But when you bring, you know, greed across the ocean and say it's a free for all, people are going to get hurt. And we happen to be those people that got hurt but survived. And that's why I write the music that I write. And I'm sure you're aware and using those tools of hip hop and, and pretty much hip hop royalty bro when you start mentioning those guys and well, it's, um, you know it's a healing mechanism right so like, those guys um, were healers and and not perfect you know these guys well, still have well, to you know everybody works on that that's what that's what i like about honesty you know where you know we're talking to arts and he's like more more on the hip-hop side of things and then it just happens to be that he's indigenous and he's now starting to infuse that more and more right but that's just the development of art right don't you think, David? Like, I'm sure that you've met individuals that were like, man, two more years and you're going to be fire. You know, it's like, you know that it's coming because you can't skip the steps of paying dues. Well, right? there's also society, right? And mm-hmm. society and the mainstream, that narrative is controlled and a lot of us don't get through it, right? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of people that don't, that are dope. And it's been like this from time. A lot of people were amazing artists don't get through right right um so you know nothing's going to be a given i try to go in with no expectations mm-hmm. and you know i put my best forward and try to do what i can and and at that point we we um we just hope for the best and you know hopefully that message gets out there and you know at the end of the day you've got to be happy with yourself and happy what you're doing so i'm i'm enjoying doing dope you know good music and i'm trying to you know spread that vibe around and hopefully others will make good music with me you know yeah and we're i mean from what i hear you work with dreesus right yep um snotty nose res kids snotty nose yep shout out to snotty nose shout out to those brothers we're gonna have them on soon um and the list goes on and on i mean the, the brother you just you you carved out a life for you that that that's impressive not only with the people that you got to work with, but just continuing to do it and and doing it in a in a in a professional, very high quality thing because those individuals are very well known and 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 you deserve to be right there with them. And that's cool. And and coming from a networking hip hop promo side of things, it's cool what you're doing david because it's like you're collabing with multifaceted 
you know, extra talented artists that are just all part of this indigenous hip hop movement. I've never seen anything like it. You know what I'm saying? In the history of hip hop, maybe you could bring up a couple groups maybe back in the day, but like I, I've it had to be what 2020 and 2021 to, to, to see this rapidly growing genre grow. And then like, you're right in the mix of just putting everyone together and, and everyone that you work with, they have their own lanes, right? They have their own little fan bases. Yeah, well, you know, I've been doing um, hip hop music in Toronto since the mid to late 80s, let's say. And um, there was a lot of first up here. Um, and then, you know, as, as I started going to the States more um, and doing records back and forth, um, I started to, you know, get more and more professional. So by the time I got to the point where, you know, after all the Drake records and the Red Man and the Method Man and the you know, I've recorded so many people I forget. Um, but by the time I get to the point where I want to do my own project, I'm able to bring the two worlds together. And that was the idea was, let me do something that hasn't been done. And I didn't even realize that's what I was doing. It was just a natural thing to be like, hey, what if I put these two guys together? Mm. You know, mm -hmm. and um, at the end of the day, it's opened up people's eyes on different, on you know, inside and outside of the communities, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's the beauty of it. It's been all love. And um, I, you know, I, I just want to, to, um, to show the world, you know, like it's time to hear our story because I realized with my story, how much I didn't know. And then I started realizing how much people don't know. Mm. And I realized that hip hop is a, a, is an extremely valuable tool for telling a story that a storyteller is, I mean, if you do it right, you know, look at my brother Q Rock painting pictures on canvases of those words. Mm -hmm. You know, so I mean, it's it's very important that you know we we don't give up on you know that resilience of, of telling these stories, and they don't always have to be conscious. Mm -hmm. You know, just whatever the story is. You know, mm -hmm. at well, the end of the day, ultimately, a story is just a, a story of learning. You know, if you learned from it, hopefully it's not a negative connotation, you know, taking, you know. No, everything's a story. I was just watching wrestling and they were talking about how the story in the ring, they play the story. You know, like mm -hmm. stories are in everything. Right. You know, that's how we learn stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, but know, do, you, so. do you see what I mean, Zero? Like it had to be 2020 and 2021 for me to get to, to understand that, you know, there's guys out there, true, genuine, humble dudes like. David Strickland just mm -hmm. putting the tribe together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's inevitable. I mean, I knew it was coming when that strong movement out of Canada came out, where I don't know more came out. You know, when they mm -hmm. started doing a lot of those protests from from Canada. I met a lot of the West Coast Warrior Society people. I met a lot of activists out there in Canada when I when I was able to tour up there with El Bu, and it was an amazing um, outreach that they're doing. So to be able to unify that understand that we have our own little lane here that that's right that, that just like you were saying that to unify the nations we have this voice we can use through this media right whether and it's just within our community or outside they're going to hear us outside if we get loud enough absolutely i mean the, i yeah. think the point is to just kind of gather ourselves together and once again just recognize each other with love and respect and as you said before david there was a 
it was a mixture of individuals. I don't think that back in the days it was a race thing. It was more about what you knew and how you carried yourself and how humble you were with your intent. Your, yep. Yeah, exactly. Women, the planet, your heart. animals. Your heart, right? Right. I, I don't like to make our society be this utopic state because there was ego. There was power. Yeah. There was discipline. Yeah. There was misuse of things, you know, and and that's just the normal, the normality of life. Um, but... <clears throat> And also, lifespan was shorter as well. Yeah, because I mean, we were braver. People forget, like, we yeah, were braver. <laughs> people died faster, not yeah. from disease, but also from getting killed. Like, well, know, when you're riding, there's still murders and stuff. Like, but now, but like, you know, I mean, I'm when you're riding you. alongside a horse trying to hunt something, or when you're right. running after something in the middle of the night, and you're, you know, you fall and die. <laughs> it's 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 just we were braver, and we had. Yeah. Uh, I think we just had a different perspective about life. Yeah. You know, life life was a gift, and we enjoyed it, and we weren't afraid to its challenges. Right, the the fact that you can get hurt, or physically, even inside, emotionally. Mm-hmm. You know, where which we suffer a lot in our communities, right? Because the reservations suffer from meth, methamphetamine use, suicides. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. I thought I told Armando. I go, Armando, we need to, we need to do something as natives from Los Angeles to try to reach out to these individuals who are dying because they're going. I'm never going to leave this place. I'm never going right. to be anything. And there's layers, right? There's right. Layers to it. And if we can go out there and just have an outreach and build the structure here in Los Angeles where natives are welcome, of all kinds, of all sorts, right. of all mixes, don't have to be pure blood. You could just be. Hashtag global indigenous. Have a mindset where you respect the earth, you respect the water, you respect the air, you respect everything around you with humility and love. And that's our goal. And I think that's your goal with your music, right? And then everybody else you're trying to work with. And have fun, right? These guys are young. No one's telling these kids not to have fun. Exactly. Have fun. But know that there's consequences when you use other substances that are foreign Right. That are like- well, you gotta, you gotta think, you gotta think, like, you gotta look ahead at, like, you know, it's okay to have a good time, but like, I don't want to die for it, you know. <laughs> like, well said. Gotta, That's an OG. I, That's an OG you know, quote right there. <laughs> and I've lost some friends from, you know, going too hard. Like, like when I, I don't, I don't really, you know, I'm a little older now i've slowed down a lot i don't really party i don't go out too much or anything like that but when i did my 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 thought process was you got to shut it down for the night right you can't just keep going and going when you get into a lifestyle like that man that shit will kill you and i've seen that happen it's sad to watch and when i went it's a terrible thing but you know you gotta be careful is all i'm saying yeah and that, you know shout out to everybody who's you know conscious and and wants to have a good time, but no, no limits. And some of those limits, you know, when, when I was able to go to Mexico City and and be alongside like people like Zach De La Rocha and Calle Trece, and really big. They were so professional, man. Those guys were like in and out of the concert. They were in their hotel, fucking resting, resting their voice. It's like it's their job. Yeah. And if you and if you do start to populate, get popular because. You're wild and 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 dysfunctional, and and dangerous to yourself, and that's what you're getting popular for. Well, then that's kind of like a waste of you're life. The substance, you yeah. know, where's the foundation? Right, you're not even going to enjoy the success that you're having. Enjoy it. Yeah. You, you should be able to enjoy. You should be able to get up in the morning, 
look at the sun and go, damn, I did a lot of things that were are impacting individuals, whether it be on a conscious level or whether it be on just being happy. You know, just right. look, I wrote a song and made people happy. Fucking there you go. Great. You know, exactly. applaud there's that. so many beautiful ways in life to, you know, to like there's so many things you can enjoy. You know, David, um, my, uh, Armando was telling me how similar our roads are in terms of like music. And when the, the way, you know, the, and now getting to this point of the interview and really kind of hearing you out because you had children young, I had children young. And I, I know that I didn't want to be uh, absent from them. I had a business, even though I was absent from them for a little bit, but not like in the way where, you know, you're gone for months at a time. Right. So I, I kind of feel your story and I'm, and I'm glad that you're still continuing to uh, inspire people because you're inspiring me to continue to keep going and making music and and ha and not have an expectation. I don't have no expectations anymore. I, I mean, I remember when I was young, I would want those awards. You know, oh, I got it. I know I'm good enough to be. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you realize those awards come with consequences and and a lot of um, compromise. And, and well, I, for me, I just kind of like put my nose down and kept working. Yeah. And every once in a while, I look around and go, oh, shoot. Okay. We're doing something. Keep going. Sweet. You know? That's dope. That That's a true discipline and master. And uh, that, that I'm so excited to, 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 to be in this interview with you, David, because, you know, our people deserve to know that there's a lot of people out there that put in work in the foundations of hip hop, you know, and you're one of those individuals. Well, well, that, was the, that was kind of the idea of both doing the record. That was the purpose was to, you know, give that, that, um, you know, let people know, because maybe like I didn't have that. Mm. Maybe somebody needs that. And yeah. it's not about me or, or, or tooting my own horn or picking me up. It's not. It's about the artists who are on the album mm. and, and, you know, making good music mm. and showing people, just telling my story and saying, hey, you might not have known this, but, you know, because I have a lot of um history in canadian hip-hop mm. so you know there's there's i'm not the only one there's a few important people uh that come and play in the puzzle mm -hmm. but when you step back and you look at it if you take a few of us out of that puzzle that changes the whole landscape wow and it took me a while to realize that and it was a lot of times being america mm. being working with artists where they'd be like they tell me like yo gee it's like you did the whole country what are you talking about Mm. like be proud of that right mm. so i thought about that in terms of being an indigenous person and you know there being kids out there not knowing that you know i people hit me all the time like oh shoot i remember that song i didn't know you did that song wow you know mm. and that you know changes the narrative a little bit so that's the goal here was kind of be like you know sometimes you might not see it but we're around yeah. we're, you know yeah well look david um growing up in high school, um, Zero knows I was a heavy underground hip hop fan. Like, you know, I run underground hip hop blog. Like, to be so devoted into the underground game and like digging to crates. And then a friend of mine got me exposed to quote unquote Canadian hip hop, right? So a kid right, from LA, right. a Mexican kid in LA, you know, it kind of it, it, it hits you differently, right? So right. I got exposed to a guy named Mocha Only back in okay, 2002. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I was a huge diehard Swollen Members fan. Right. So I don't know if you know those names. Yeah, I know they are. I yeah, don't know right. them personally. I'm, I'm, I know I've met Mocha once, 
I haven't met the other other two. Dudes. Yeah, Mad Child and Prevail and Rob the Viking yeah. uh, um, out of Canada. From, from from what I know, uh, they've done very well out there. It just it's it's I just get back into my hip hop days, man, because I love talking to artists from Canada. Because me growing well, they're, up, they're there was a the big. Are they? Yeah, they're from Vancouver, which is like the L.A. of Canada. The L.A. You know, of Canada. Uh, That's cool. It's like it's the most west city, big city. It's right on the coast. I had a time like I, one time I was doing a EPMD was doing a tour, and Eric's like, "Meet me in uh, Vancouver." I'm like, "You know, I'm in New York, and and Vancouver is like in L.A. <laughs> right? Because Americans don't have no concept of oh, Canada's bigger than America. Like, okay, absolutely. West and east, and absolutely. then it's huge. It's just less populated, right? <laughs> Yo, and I'm uh, part of that group, man. Back in back, yeah. you know, when I was in high <laughs> so school, funny. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "Yo, hey, the homies, uh, swollen members are from Canada. Yeah. Probably all from the same place." I remember. Yeah, no, it's big. It's big as hell. It's big. Uh, I think Russia is number one wow. for size, and then Canada is number two. Wow, like that. I could be wrong. We're up there in the top. It makes sense. The British own yeah. it, right? Or the British owns the currency of of Canada there, and the British. And Columbia then Rio. Vancouver is in British Columbia. That's right. the name of the province there, British Columbia, which is right above um, Washington State. So look how that worked out. Washington State, right? British Columbia. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Makes sense. Get me started on names. There you go. <laughs> I remember one time they offered Elvu a show, and we're like, yeah, it's in Saskatchewan in Canada. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's that's like close, huh? Like, we could just, you know, no, it's, one, right. <laughs> it's like way in there. We had to take like three plays. Montana. Oh my God! It was so. It was a great experience, like, though. And the joke is, you could fit like five. Some some of our provinces, uh-huh. you could probably fit five to eight states in them. You know wow. what I'm saying? So like, it's insane. They're huge, right? It was crazy when I flew to Saskatchewan. I had to get on this little charter plane, you know, to get right. to actual Saskatchewan. And guess who was on the plane? Sugar Ray Leonard. No way. Sugar Ray Leonard. I sat right by Sugar Ray Leonard. I shook his hand and I was like. Oh my God, his hand weighed like 10 pounds. Like I could see why he would knock out. Yeah, he, I don't know. He, he, he got off in Saskatchewan and I, I know it was him because, you know, me and Eric, you know, we're kids. We didn't have toys. We had sports. So, you know, those fights were a big thing for all the big brothers that were in the neighborhood. So we used, I knew who he was and I was like, Sugar Ray Leonard. He's all, yes. How how you doing? (laughs) And he shook my hand. I was like. Wow. And I was like, you live wow. in Saskatchewan? He didn't answer the question, but right. it was, it was I just never weird. Saskatchewan. <laughs> so, David, uh, tell us about your experiences out in Los Angeles. I haven't been to L.A. yet. Wow. Never? Ever? Yeah. Ever? Never, never. Wow. Well, no, you well, have a home yeah, and brothers you, out here you waiting for you. definitely have a home out here, brother, for you, man. Yeah, I have some, I've had some invitations. Um, I'm going to New York next week. Um, so... I mean, I'll be in the country, but I I just come over. Just come over. We're we're kind of close. (laughs) Just went out there and he was like, yo, come crash on my couch. I'm like, uh. Like how I describe it. Like how I describe Los Angeles. I'm from out here. It's just like zero knows. It's a concrete jungle, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we have the, we have dark beaches. My problem is this. Cali is like Jamaica to me. Oh, yeah. I might never come back. Absolutely. If I go there, I might never leave. If I go you to California, not. I it might be like ship all my stuff in a box and send it down. Absolutely. This is the biggest yeah. Amsterdam ever. <laughs> yeah, it like, must be amazing out there. It is cool. You know, the, the vibe has changed a lot in California because right. in the early 90s, it was about like 
you know, you know, gangster kind of rap kind of thing. Right. But now it's it's it's, it's becoming what what I like. What I, what I'm predicting Los Angeles is going to be in the next twenty years is going to be like a Paris, like a, a mega art city, because right. you know when you get a phone and you, you're able to do things like LA natives and and be with promoters like Armando big things can happen very quickly and i think it's gotten to that point where social media is is ruling things and so if you if it's not hard if you have good content to build a good base in los angeles if you're consistent right. and right. it's funny and how you mentioned that zero because you know me you know we're big uh heavy seo guys mm -hmm. and we're yeah. in the tech field we're in the promotional game period and then we're major in the hip-hop promotion business and like me, me and my brother run this organization and, and we always tell ourselves like, man, like kudos to every other city out there, but we wouldn't have made it this far if it wasn't for Los Angeles. It's a weird thing, right? A lot of people kind of don't understand it and figure, hey, you know, you could probably, you know, open in Vegas or New York or in Florida. Yeah, or but LA is still LA, right? Yeah. And it's just like, maybe people kind of hate because we're from LA and we kind of have right. a little luxury about it, but how is it that zero that we're, we're just scaling out in the tech space like it has to be la right it's like like well, they're, they're, i just noticed something that a lot of artists eventually land in la and then they come to underground hip-hop blog or something you know you know i was watching this pbs i was i was watching this pbs doc and the, and they were talking about like the migration west right and they would they would talk to these natives on the way to the west and they would talk about this place that was like a dreamland it was beautiful it was perfect weather it was it was it was over there right and that's the land that we the shumash the tongva the all these other native there was a lot of natives here in los angeles so los angeles has a a very deep root with native and indigenous history because mm -hmm. people don't know that outside of blythe california there was a aztec settlement for 100 years that's how beautiful right. this place was that's how how the 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 climate and the abundance and food and things they could, you know, things. So anyways, California is home to indigenous people. You know, this is an indigenous land and we shouldn't forget that. So David, whenever you come and you have a home here and, and a brother that will help you, you know, navigate around Thank here. You. And, Thank you. Thank and you. Uh, I, I felt like we have a connection. Like uh, that was the whole point of LA natives is to meet people in different regions and get their exactly. story. And, and know that, that and know that you're just as relevant to us, you know, because you're a strong artist and mm -hmm. we need to know your story. We need to know that right. you were at those songs. We, you, we need to hear the stories, engineering method band and, 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 and all these yeah, predominant. The stories, yeah, the stories, yeah, yeah. yeah th those well, are so stories, fun. Man. Those are so fun, man. Those, and, those things. Well, that's are, the thing. I, I don't, sometimes I forget about it. And you're right. People, <laughs> those stories need to be heard. Like, yeah, man. Those are... People always tell me I need to do a book. Because yeah. there's, there's just, I'm just living my life. But some of them, some of them are good. Because I feel so blessed so many times when I'm in situations, you know. And, and I, you know, like, I forget, you know, how hard it is. You know, I'm, I, you know, I, I owe a lot of it to luck, let's say, or, we're just working hard and being in the right place. But sometimes you have to stop and smell the roses and go, damn, I'm lucky to be here, right? And that's really what it's about. And then you get to share that with people. And then, you know, maybe they could take something away from it. Well, def they definitely do. Every artist yeah. every artist who, who picks up a brush or picks up a microphone or picks up a pencil and writes a mm -hmm. poem, 
they're they're gonna impact some art. I don't know if you ever heard this explanation, David or Armando, but there was this guy explaining how art transcends time and how mm-hmm. people innately protect it if it's masterpiece, right? Like right. let's take for let's take for instance, um, for lack of a better example, the Mona Lisa, right? Yeah, that was painted hundreds of years ago, but yet. It was painted in such a way by a person who was recognized that people felt the need to protect it and protect it and protect it. So remember that we all have that potential to make that masterpiece that people protect and protect and keep it pushing and keep it pushing even long past your time here on earth. So continue to do what you do, David. I mean, you're inspiring me, man. You really put a happy feeling in my heart knowing that that, that you, you can still continue to move on and, and keep going because you know we all have like uh, you never want to get to that point where oh, i didn't make it but i've had fans tell me man your your music i was a gangbanger and now i'm not that to me right. was like whoa right. award yeah, one exactly. that's you know, inspiring in itself i won my mtv music award right there because i saved this gentleman's perspective right. i didn't save right. his life i saved his perspective And things aren't always going to be perfect either. And things always haven't been perfect. You know, there's been plenty of ups and downs along the way. But at the end of the day, the the key is to not to give up, you know, on yourself. Nice. You fall, you just get back up and keep going. And you might not be able to keep going the way you were going, but you might have to keep going in a different way as long as you keep going, right? Yeah. Because when you give up, you're giving up on yourself. And that is indigenous. That's an ancient... Aztec or indigenous saying is to the last breath, till the last breath, till my last breath, you're going to see me fighting for what I believe. And wow, this, this interview is definitely a hand and glove fit, right? Zero. Absolutely, like, man. This David, is what LA natives is. All thank about. you for coming on, bro. This is like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm elated inside knowing that there's still people out there that are, that are still inspired on bringing back the stories of our ancestors and how powerful we are and how we can transcend genocide. And congratulations on those nominations at the International Indigenous Hip Hop Awards. Uh, Single of the Year, Single of the Year, Producer of the Year, and Collaboration of the Year. Yeah, and those those nominations are really um, for those artists that are, those songs are nominated. You know, that's not me. That's, I mean, I did my part, but... I couldn't do anything without the artist at the end of the day. Right? That's very humble right there, right, Zero? Absolutely. I mean, you don't get that. I, I think that the indigenous community, not to point anybody out, but all we have is what we can share with each other. And if we can that's- share our talent and, 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 and that's where the humility comes out and going, you know, David's just saying, no, it's just a little part of that. But Well, that I was the it. intention. What got me here was um, on my journey – I kind of stopped and I was trying to find my place in the community, mm. being the indigenous community from where I'm from mm. and in Canada. And I kind of was like, you know, people try to push me in different directions. And I thought about, well, what do I do? And I do music. Mm. So I said, let me, let me try a thing and let me uh, work with some, you know, members of my community and see what happens. And that's how we got here. That's cool. That's, and look at the, look at the outcome, David. I mean, right. it's, it's it amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing for those brothers to put their faith in their own people and and put this event and and then have and recognize the people that they need to recognize like David. 
Yep. It's cool. You, know, I like uh, that. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta work for yourself, but you also gotta work for community, right? Mm. That was our power, really. Yeah. Our power exactly. was in the community. Our power um, was in nothing, nothing without community. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so David, uh, what message do you have for? That 18, 19-year-old, 20-year-old producer, MC, engineer that that has that that reason to incorporate indigenous culture, their history into their music, but they're kind of uh, hesitant on it. Because, you know, there's always that, that brink. Like you said, like the music today for these kids is a whole different realm. It's all about SoundCloud and YouTube and uh, glorification, instant gratification. Right? You know what I'm saying? So, w- what's your message to these to these youngsters that are trying to, you know, not only make hip hop but you know incorporate indigenous into their into their catalog? I would just say to um, be true to yourself, and I mean, don't be afraid to try stuff. Mm. Like you know, whatever your background is the songs don't always have to have that in it, but don't be afraid to try that sometimes mm. and, and do it in a good way, mm. you know, cause corniness is not always, you know, like, I don't, I don't know about y'all, but corny doesn't always work, mm. but just be true to yourself, you know, mm. and, you know, experimenting, you know, like that's how I make most of my music is by experimenting, mm. by playing around. And sometimes I go outside of the box that I wouldn't normally be comfortable in mm. on purpose. And then stuff is bored. And sometimes if I get frustrated, I put it down and I go do something else and I come back and I realize, and then something else happens or I realize it's way better than I thought when I left because I got, you know, stagnated or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So you can't be, you got to like pace yourself. It's, you know, my, my uncle always says to me, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about because when I, I I got out of the habit of listening to to someone that that at least when it comes to writing something you know and enjoy what, yourself yeah I, I I write I start writing and I and it's a process right I write it and then until I start seeing that the lines are not and I'm struggling to 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 rhyme I just put it down instead yeah. of forcing it like I could do this I could do this or I could yeah, do this in five minutes be like oh 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 you know that energy when you're like. Oh, I got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. it starts coming out. Yeah. But or like a painting. You yeah. Know, like it's a thing, right? Right. And then you just keep layering it and layering yeah. it and layering it. And the more you layer it, the better it comes out. I think just comes out as as like we we spoke earlier that masterpiece that people can't i remember one time somebody i sent sent me a message on my dm he's like i can't stop listening to this song i just i just keep playing over and over again well, have you ever made a song like that yeah that's he was sending me a message exactly. like i just made a song like that the other day yeah but i just i can't stop playing it that's dope see that's i kind of look and at I'm it like that's how turtle island was i mm. know if y'all heard turtle island with um with Turtle Superman? Island was like that. When, yeah, when I made Turtle Island, I was like, oh, my God, this I, I think this is really good. And I've been doing music my whole life. Mm. And sometimes songs I work on, I don't necessarily always expect them to be a hit, and then they right. become a hit. Right. right? Yeah. But this, I was like, oh, this is, I think this is really good. And I kept playing it and, and making it better and better. And then eventually, you know, eventually it came out, and, you know, like people love that song. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm not crazy. <laughs> and like, so that's important for us as artists. We need a little bit of validation for ourselves while we're creating. 
Well, because you, know, you spend, mean I need to be like blah blah, but I, I need to know I'm on the right path sometimes. Well, right? because you're spending twenty hours, fifteen hours, thirty hours on 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 this invisible thing that you're trying to show people, right? right? It's it's invisible. It, it goes through right. a, a a mechanism where vibrations come out and you hear it, but it's right. invisible, you know. And exactly. you're and you're going. It's 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 a good one. Just wait, yeah. just wait, and then you yeah. you present it, and obviously it does. But I know what you mean when when you go, oh man, I didn't think that song was gonna make it. Like, where did, where did that song come from? Uh, that was the song that I paid least attention to, and then you you realize that the the audience goes, no, this was the best thing it, I've heard. You know, at the end of the day, right? And then those, those I kind of look at it like cooking, right? I know when my food's ready that I cook my children when I can't stop tasting it. Like when yeah, I can't yeah, stop yeah. tasting the food, it has enough spice. Yeah. It has everything yeah. it needs. I just so continue. It's a good side playing it over. Yeah. So when you're playing that song over and over again, then you're going, ooh, ooh, it's tickling then something. You got to know when to put it down for a minute until yeah. it's released because it's nothing worse than having it. Because I know about, yeah, I've had songs come out and they become big hits and I don't want to hear them no more because I've been in the studio listening to them over and over, trying to finish. And then the, and the world loves it and the world's playing it. And it's driving you nuts because you're like, you know, you know when a hit song is like, yeah, you it's get just to that everywhere. point where you hate it now, yeah, right, it's everywhere. yeah, you know, you don't yeah. want to do that to yourself. It's, you got to know where the fine line is. Absolutely, but but express your heart fully. I think that's yeah. the best advice. I think that David and I can give anybody is, yeah. don't. I think when he says try something new, he's like, don't be afraid to follow your first instinct, your heart. Don't yeah. don't overthink how people are going to receive your art. Just let the art flow naturally from your heart, from the universe, because that's you, our source. And you also control when it gets released, too, right? So, yeah, yeah. And, and if you're independent, if you haven't signed contracts with individuals who well, control your you art, know, like you, you gotta hand it in. So yeah, yeah. You know, you're you know, nobody's coming in here and stealing my files. I don't think. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I'm the gatekeeper, hopefully. <laughs> absolutely, David. Well, this is an amazing conversation, man. And and I, I'm I'm so happy that I, I, I learned a little bit of history today about your contribution to the foundation of a music that really kind of penetrated all Turtle Island. I mean, because there are kids in like Argentina that are hitting it big like yes. have smooth style all and I'm well, talking about people travel the world i mean some of the people i work with would tell me stories when they come back and i would just they'd be like, you gotta go here because hip-hop is everywhere i know that mexico city is insane yeah like, it's my like, neighbors just came back from there he, yeah he told the same thing he's like you gotta come to mexico yeah he's well like, we'll be there david and and, and, so and we bring our family with us you know, we, yeah. we we have roots in I have roots in Mexico City. I did a lot of stuff professionally in there with with El Vu and and we're planning on some things with Armando since he's a an amazing promoter and and an, and an amazing mind on how to get things yeah. done. And so when we do that, whoever in um, LA natives family, you'll definitely be a part of it because I mean that's historical. That's historical, right? It's like he was asking if I'd ever be coming to LA for Indigenous Peoples Day at some point, and yeah, definitely. Um, um, moving forward, I mean, originally my album was scheduled to come out when it did, but the pandemic hit, mm. so I didn't stop it. But originally, we wanted to tour this record. You know what I mean? With mm. all these artists, mm. so you know, we would have hopefully have gotten to LA to do a show and stuff like that. So. Um, 
knowing I'm doing a new album um, and, um, you know, hopefully by, you know, whether things are back to normal or not, it would be nice to tour and get around and show, you know, get some of these artists on the road. Well, that being said, that being said, just make sure, and I'm sure Zero could vouch for me, make sure I'm on that contact list when you guys are deciding to come to LA and throw a show, yeah. right, Zero? Absolutely, because Armando right here has the the pretty much lock and key over any venue that's like worth playing out here because you want to play a good venue. If you can come to LA, play the venues that 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 you can film and and have a historical value. There's a lot of history in Los Angeles when it comes to right. multimedia art. And so right. when you get to the stages like the Whiskey, the Roxy, the Regent, the Novo, things like right. like those venues right there to say I'm maybe not made it, but I'm here. Here you go. Right. Here I am. Right. And and That's you get the right. best sound behind you and 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 you get the top engineers that are mixing you while you're playing live and that's a, that's an amazing feeling. That alone, as an artist, you know, I know people go out there to do art and they try to be rich about it. But when you're a true artist, you just want to be on a stage that just accommodates your talent. Now, Zero, uh, tell us a little bit about the Indigenous Peoples Day. Indigenous Peoples Day. Well, we played three of them and they were on Hollywood Boulevard, man. Hollywood and Highland. And it was this really small stage and, you know, this you know, $300 PA. But the but, but do they block off the streets and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. They blocked off the street from Highland all the way till I think, I don't know what the next street is over there, but... So that's a big deal, right? Right in front of the Chinese theater. It was wow. amazing. And that was during the No Dapple time. And so we were able to protest about No Dapple, no, I mean, the no, Dakota Pipeline. And people are, are walking on the sidewalk, you know, back and forth going, what the heck is... Why is the street empty? Why am I... It's like, and then it grew, and then they ended up doing a doing one in right in front of a city hall where Taboo ended up headlining. So that was about something I was going to mention is that Indigenous Peoples Day in the city of Los Angeles is a very big deal, not only for Indigenous people, for non-Indigenous people recognizing and wanting to heal from the colonial um, right. rape of our of our people and our land. They forget in their day-to-day lives yeah right? so it's very well supported by indigenous community it's not a protest it's it's kind of like no these indigenous people deserve it and that's why the city of los angeles declared october 12th indigenous people's day so you know that we are going to be a part of that yeah, we if definitely they need to be a part of that that's, that's the you know that's the same day we we dropped that apple music playlist last october yeah i don't know if you guys have seen that playlist um, that has my artwork on it as well. Wow, um, cool! And that's a permanent playlist that's <clears throat> updated, you know, mm-hmm. weekly with with current, you know, indigenous music. Absolutely, so, well, try yeah. to bring, you know, because I was on, I, I go on these um these platforms and I notice, you know, you could have all kinds of genres on there that I would never think of, but you don't have, in, you know, indigenous genres mm-hmm. or you don't have us in good places. So I'm trying to fight for us to like have those spaces because we deserve those spaces just like everybody else. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I just think it's come, I think it's just come to a place where, where like Armando has enough work. And I'm pointing him out to say that, we have people in our indigenous community who is a publicist, who has those connections. It's time to centralize those talents 
centralize it not just for popularity and money but try to put it into a community that's trying to heal itself from right. a trauma that that was imposed on them a long time ago and i'll never forget and i'll never stop saying that because it needs to be embedded in, into the people that believe in a system of white supremacy because that time right. is done white supremacy is over you can't lie to everybody for hundreds of years and so indigenous people's day is born and then you get support not only from indigenous people but from non-indigenous people and then we have a healing ceremony and that's the you know the intent of the shift in consciousness that we're going through is absolutely bring, you know, that, what we spoke of that unity of all the cultures and all the races coming together and that's really what they i i'm hoping the intent of what they had in mind for this land you know when they came here mm. which is you know they you know we know we all know the story but you know at the end of the day it hasn't been that way because we're still fighting those injustices that have been around right well i mean it, it it's never going to be that way don't ever no, I, I don't no, think no. i don't think they'll we, ever come to a point where they're going to be like yeah you know what we should be cool even their great 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 grandchildren but that's okay i'm not saying that they need to i think what right. we need to do is go we are indigenous we know how to communicate with the land we know how to relate with the water we understand the function of the wind we understand the principal deity of life is the sun we don't need anything from anyone or any other source and we keep trying to be inclusive to individuals who don't want to include us so right. don't include us let us just let us do our thing let us be you yeah. dude did did you let any corporation or any record deal stop you from being david strickland absolutely not you still kept creating music back in back in the 40s the oldies genre of music the oldies that were born in los angeles were just mexicans imitating r&b singers right right but they had their own salsa they had their right. own flavor right. Right. and they never grew out of like ska music that's yeah. how ska music was right? exactly so we continue to move forward constantly because it's in our dna it's in our embedded in our blood that we constantly are perpetually moving forward in this great universe that we call life that was the wisdom that was given to us thousands of years ago so as indigenous people as indigenous blood all we're doing is saying enough with your nonsense leave us alone we know how to pray we know where to pray we know what to do we know how to raise our children we know how to love our children just in a good way let us be and and that's how indigenous hip hop awards recognizes indigenous talent and indigenous intention because there is a lot of healing there right? we need we have a very dysfunctional community but we have every answer for that dysfunction. Right. Yeah, every answer it comes in your songs, David. It comes in the we'll songs try of our anyone. Best to get the messages through, you know? Yeah. Um the best we could. Yeah. Cuz we, we we like people don't understand it's not adults that were forced. Adults were assimilated into it, but it was children that were forced mm -hmm. to follow these rules. Because sure. The Native American schools, boarded, the boarded, boarding schools, were taking children just by the hundreds. Yeah. And so they indoctrinated these blank canvases 
right? That's what they're doing here. We had residential schools. There you go. Yeah. That's what I'm so talking about. Yeah. yeah. The residential yeah. schools. It, it, it was, it was, <laughs> we got to stop lying to ourselves yeah. and stop thinking that just because a piece of paper says peace, equality, doesn't mean it's offered to you. Peace equality comes from a community that decides to protect itself in a humble way in the best way it can, right? Mm. And that's, it's very simple to be indigenous. It's not complicated, you know, <laughs> respect yourself and respect others. But well, look, this, this podcast, uh, what I'm taking away is that, like how Olmeca said, and just like how Artson said, like, when you jump on LA Natives, it's kind of like you're sitting at the dinner table and you're having right. full-blown great conversations. This is not your cookie cutter podcast slash interview, right, Zero? Absolutely not. Like, I'm sure, David, you no, have so no. much to say, right? <laughs> you got well, so much to know, say. At the end of the day, I kind of going to follow whoever's the host and, you know, bring forth what you want to hear at the time. I'm not really coming with an agenda, you know. Um, I speak through the music. A lot of times... I have to stop myself and just say, yo, dude, just speak through the music. And and that's really the key. And that's what artists do, right? Yeah. You know, it's it's a little bit of an introvert that, that gets to express himself publicly, you know, and, yeah. and you know, yeah. we some some of us are, are shy like that. You know, I've yeah. Armando really brought this out of me. I've never been a host. I've never I've always been interviewed throughout my whole 22 years of doing music and but then I felt like, well, I have a little bit of an insight that's different than just a regular host that just kind of likes music. I kind of know what engineering is. I kind of know what production is. I kind of know what, right. you know, how. Well, you the, seem to be doing a good job. Thank you so much, David. I appreciate <laughs> it. I'm, I'm humbly doing it to all of all of my community out there in LA Natives. And I'm just doing my best and, and, and having a big smile and having a good heart doing it because I love you guys. I love I love all my community. I love all my natives across Turtle Island. And you know what? Do me a huge favor, uh, David. Like on your next upcoming projects, man. Just reach out to Zero, bro. Check out his catalog, man. Like I think you guys could definitely cook up a, a dope single. Absolutely. I'm all yeah. about it. I'm all about it. I'm all about collabing and reaching out to people. From so you know, you got my information. Hit me up. Let's make it happen. Absolutely. It would be an honor to do anything with I'm, you, bro. I'm and, and, yeah, it would be an honor to do anything with you, yeah. brother, because, I mean, you're, you're like a history, like your history, man. If I could say, hey, I got, I got that under my belt. I mean, Method Man, EPMD, I mean, Scholar Rock. We're just getting started, brother. We're just getting started. Absolutely. And, we know, and you know that, that our message is together is that we just want to bring our pot to the pot luck and go, here, here you go. It's for you because yeah. we love you, you know. Yeah. That's right. That's all it is. No, no, I'm not cloud chasing. I'm not trying to be anything other than a good artist that 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 does that takes the time to craft masterpieces. I think right. That's and you know what? And, 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 you know, and not having that ego is is really important. Yeah, that, you know, just being like whatever, man. Yeah. You're gonna love me, but I, I gave you 100. Yeah. percent I can't wait for the fans to tune in. On our archives on this episode, it's just like, you know, like I'm just a kid eating candy right here, just listening to two OG elders in the hip hop game. It just, this is a award winning interview right here. Wow. Thank you, man. And, you know, David, like I said, like, you know, your influence, man, and, and hopefully will, not hopefully, is going to be remembered, you know, if, if alienators have anything to do with it. Because, I mean, we have to find out our historians in hip hop and, know that there's roots that go back all the way back 
you know, it sounds like you've been all the way back, David. And, and yeah, like you could have, I don't know if you had Brother Ernie on, but you should have Brother Ernie on here as well. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, yeah, if, I definitely want to reach out to him. He's yeah. definitely a true he's elder. Definitely a game. historian of hip hop. Absolutely, that'd be great. Another conversation of our family coming he's together. Also, the keynote speaker in the Indigenous uh, Wow Awards. So super cool. Wow, it, and you know it's it's cool to be a part of that event, Armando. Right. I'm yeah. I'm glad you were able to pull that we off. We just bro. got picked up as. Uh, one of the main media outlets for that awards uh, with LA awesome. natives and underground hip hop blog. And we're definitely looking forward to promoting on promoting, not just you, but everyone that's nominated, everyone that's involved in that movement. It should be a great show. I did. Um, I recorded a beat tutorial for it. That'll be on part of the show where I make cool. a beat for the show. And I think they're going to do a contest where um, somebody can win that beat. And then I will, you know, finish that production and, they can put that song out. Wow! So that yeah, cool. should be should be dope. That's yes. kind of unique, man. Getting a beat from David and uh, with that, ah, that's kind of cool, right? That's like that's that's see, that's the cool thing when you get to a certain point in your art where it's not about what you're getting for it, but more about what yeah, you can I mean, do with it. People don't understand. I give music away all the time. I give free beats out all the time. You heard it here, yeah, LA natives. People so much. People have no idea. So go. I give more than I take. If you really realize that, if you knew me, you wouldn't understand that. And, um, you know, it's not about money, like you're saying. That's not why I'm here doing mm. this. Because if I was, I probably would have gave up a long time ago. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, that's right. You know what? What you just described was an abundant thinking. It's if I give, exactly. if I give, I you know, I give more than I take, you know, because you don't need much. We don't. No, you got you to gotta invest in people sometimes. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, man. Such a you. you were right, Armando. This was a great interview. Right, and this won't be the last time we have David. We're definitely going to bring you back. We do have open Wednesday forum discussions, um, and we're, we're looking forward to playing all your new music and and sharing your music to the to the LA natives audience. Um, and yeah, man. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the interview, bro. Um, you know, anything you guys. Anything you or your team needs from us when it comes to promotion, Instagram promo, just just reach out to us and we got you. I love that. Appreciate it. Likewise, anytime. All right, my brother. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. What was that? I'm I'm holding you to that beat. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. David. Wow. That's another wow interview, right? That's like 12 consecutive wows. It, It just, we need to hear the story of indigenous art. And that right there blew me away. When he started saying Scala Rock, Scala Rock? Damn, that's blew me away. David, thank you so much for being a part of LA Natives community. You out there were very lucky to hear some history, you know, and we've been lucky, just like Taboo, you know, like Taboo comes on LA Natives is like out of nowhere, right? And then we got. Yeah, you know, because. You know, he, it was really intimidating for me as a hip hop fan to reach out to the homie because it's like I know how impactful, how influential he is, and right. you know how I have this vetting process. I only want to reach out to the best of the best, and you know how it is, zero man. Like I can't just re- reach out to anyone. No. So when I reached out to David, I was just shocked when he accepted the invite because I'm like, yo, this is just like a, you know, for 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 everyone that knows, it was kind of like a hobby podcast, like a prototype podcast, and ended up just be, becoming its own its own thing right right zero yeah and absolutely. one thing led to another we're just nailing some of the best interviews for indigenous hip-hop there is no other indigenous hip-hop 
podcast out there like how we're doing it right zero well because we we're a little bit freer we have no corporate agenda there's no it's, there's not even a popularity thing that we're trying to do here i mean what we're trying to do is just give you good garments we're trying to give you a a movement to get behind and a message that has been you know being spoken of since they came you know this and this message of resistance isn't new this this message has been there for a while you know what was super dope how he pointed out the eagle feather yeah, the 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 hawk the hawk feather. Yeah, the hawk uh, the hawk wing that, that the hawk wing. Yeah, that was given to me by the by the creator. So, I mean, shout out to David. I'm still kind of digesting that history lesson, and, right? And the humility too, because he didn't seem very, you know. Well, bro, I'll, you're always asking me for beats and shit. Like, that's a beat right there. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm and totally a collab. absolutely. Absolutely. David and I definitely have to work together and I would be honored. So And David. for sure, if we work with David, it's like I'm gonna shoot the video. It's gonna be a video. You know? Absolutely. Like we'll like Zero, we have a lot of talks about moving forward with the music and damn and we we have a lot of plans, man, because now the International Indigenous Music Awards is out there. Yeah. And like, that's gonna be fun. We need to get you in there. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. To uh, to be a part of that event and and to have you you know, do the hard work that you're doing with them and then recognizing it and stuff like that. That's powerful. That was a big co-stamp for us, right? For the LA natives. Man, whatever it is, man, we, we, you know, we're going to come in the house and we're going to be ourselves. And and you know our politics and you know, maybe not even our politics, but you know our belief system. Our belief system is that indigenous people of this continent have a voice. And now Armando... With underground hip hop blog, with LA natives, and now the indigenous international indigenous hip hop awards, hosted by Mike Bone, and uh, you know, follow us on Twitch, and follow us on LANativesPodcast.com, on our IG. We really just do it for the love of our community, and knowing that that community really responds to our intention. And, and that intention is just be yourself. Be proud of where you come from. Don't be scared of colonial descriptions about your past. Embrace it. Love it. Love yourself. Listen to indigenous artists like David Strickland, Olmeca, Artson, and anyone else you can research. And if we don't know of them, JB the shoot them lady. down. JB, the yeah. first lady. We need to get more women. So if if you know of any other women artists out there that 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 will vibe with um, LA natives, you know, shout them out. You know, and and send them our way because we have to be completely inclusive to 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 this movement. It's not a male movement. It's not a protest. This is healing, healing from an imposed idea of white supremacy we're no longer under their rule like that no more because you are intelligent you can find your own road back home it's not hard just stop doubting that road because that road is a special road it's a journey that will challenge you that will put your face in the mud but that's a part of it that's a part of life all those challenges. 
So, LA Natives, man. The LA Natives, uh, tune in next week. We have Dreezus coming up. Huge artist, very influential artist. Uh, What's the chat? Is the chat saying anything? I see, like, major... You know what? Um, yeah, we have uh, Joaquin Thunderbird. We got... Mostly Joaquin's here. What up, Joaquin? Is, is uh, Brandon here? Um, I don't think Brandon is here. Well, shout out to you, Brandon, because you always listen. Shout out, Brandon. Um, shout out, Brandon. We have... Azteca Mayan Desante here. Nice. Um, I recognize that name. Ori Shout out 83. to 83. Azteca um, Danzante. The Alligator, she's pretty dope. We have a comment there. Oh, no way. What up, Sipali? How you doing? That's cool. That's cool that you caught the show. We have Joaquin. He just commented, look up and She's, she's a dope hip hop artist, too. You got you to gotta follow Alligator. Alligator is a dope hip hop artist. She's. You gotta She's pretty to dope, right? Yeah. yeah, she played at the Lexington with us. Yes, That's what, yeah. yes. we definitely need to uh, get her on the show. Yeah, you, you'll you do the booking and, yeah. and all that stuff. So, yeah. yeah, if you're out there and you're still on, you know, hit up Mondo. Cause, right. You know. Go on the website. It's lanativespodcast.com. Support by hitting that merch link, purchasing your dope t-shirt, purchasing your dope hoodie. Um, we're definitely going to be rolling out some giveaways as soon as our garments are all 100% stitched up. Um, we're going to be giving away stuff every week. Um, we're going to be getting some hats in some dope hats mm -hmm. and that's how you support. There's a donation area on our website. Feel free to put in a couple of bucks because that's going to really help us a lot. Scale out this podcast and to give these messages to more people out there. Absolutely. Um, probably going to buy the banner for the backdrop. Yes. Like next week. So we'll have that probably by Wednesday. Um, we're just trying to improve this podcast, trying to get it to the level where people are hearing. And um, so if you have any, all you local artists, all you people that are chiming into LA Natives, all my friends that have been hitting me up trying to get trying to get on to the LA Natives things, you know, there's an open forum on Wednesday where we can interview you if you have a computer and a clear connection yep. on the internet and you can come on anytime on that day. It doesn't have to be a scheduled interview. We, since we put out our calls to the community in terms of scheduling interviews, got bombarded with so many offers and so many people wanting to be on our podcast. So please kind of forgive me. I know I have a lot of artists out there um, that we have not even mentioned. I don't even want to mention names because we got really busy, but know that you're in our heart and, you, you know, we're going to build the foundation around quality hip hop. Yes. And, and people that are from Los Angeles and, and you know who you are. I don't have to shout you out yet. We're going we're gonna to have fun. We're going to build this. And I'm happy to see that the locals are, are the local artists of Los Angeles are starting to listen to what we're doing here and and stuff. So anything else? Any questions? Or any that's, pretty that, cool. that, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. We had a great, great interview today. I can't wait till next week. We have Dreezus coming up next. Uh, and then the week after that, we have Snotty Nose Res Kids. And then the week after that, we have MC Red Cloud. Nice. Oh, man. So we're, we're definitely stacked to the limit right now. Um, and then more on the way. Like Zero said, join us on Wednesdays. Open discussion. If you have a laptop, if you have some earphones, feel free to chime in. We'll send you the invite link. You could video chat with us live on our discussions on Wednesdays. And, man, thank you for all the support. I really appreciate everyone, you know, just listening to what we have to say, man. The, the, the fan feedback has been overwhelming, right? Zero, like so some of the messages that we get, it's, just, it's, it's, really, it's really cool. 
it, it's almost like writing a hit song where, you know, when you have someone that goes, I listen to you every Sunday and I and I look forward to listening to you every Sunday. It's kind of like writing a good song, you know, and, and David did not disappoint this. I know a lot of people weren't familiar with it because he himself said that he wasn't a part of publicizing that he was a part of these things. But yes, now he gets a chance to and 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 we got the interview. Right. L.A. Natives. That was LA a great Natives. interview. Yeah. L.A. Natives, you know, hit another home run, man. And we're doing it for our people to expose our people's art and know that be patient with us. And, and we should be able to expose everybody that needs to be exposed in whatever capacity that we can. And we have a lot of things in the future. Right. Armando. Yes. Shows. A lot. A lot. Shows, giveaways, workshops, outreach, uh, before we go, just make sure you guys share this content to someone that you know, someone that you feel needs this content, needs to listen to this content. Share the video on YouTube. Hit the notification bell. Like us on YouTube. Comment on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch. Do whatever you guys need to do to get this message out there, man, because this is some really, really great content. Absolutely. And so just announcing, too, that, you know, I try to want to be relevant throughout the week so that we have some sort of continuity until leading up to Sunday. So on, I want to announce that on IG, I'll be putting a, I'll be going live every Monday and just kind of playing my favorite songs, you know, putting a playlist together and nice. playing it live, just kind of getting some comments, the extra people that maybe couldn't, you know, get in on, on Sunday or Wednesday, you know, we want to have an outlet for you to have a voice. Um, people who become artists just get a bigger platform to share the message of their own community. And that community has a voice and you're that voice. So please chime in on Wednesdays, be interactive, tell anyone, you know, that any friend, any brother or sister that feels like, well, this message will resonate with them, you know, and, and let them know that, you know, Alley Natives is here. Alley Natives is here to provide quality art, quality garments and a movement of healing. Alley Natives. LA Have natives. a great weekend. Well, the weekend's over. Have a great week. And we'll see you guys this Wednesday or next Sunday. Absolutely. Mexicatiawi, Ometeo, Tonansin, Tonatu, great grandfathers, and ancestors, and elders. They all live within you. They are you. You are them. It's time for you to realize that. And put all of that love into the community and every living thing around you. Because that is the native way. The native way is to be connected, present, and aware. We'll see you next Sunday, LA Natives. <laughs>